It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction. McAllen Construction, servicing the entire state from the first dig to the last nail. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. And, well, Brad, we're going to get right to our On the Weather Map segment because weather, of course, is making big news. What do you have? I'll tell you what, Dan, it's going to be making big news coast to coast. We have an incredible setup. We have a setup that comes maybe every few decades, and uh, this is going to uh, sort of be the match that ignites all the ammunition, and we are going to have some atmospheric bombs going off, I think, and uh, especially, especially tonight and tomorrow tonight and tomorrow now this atmospheric bomb is for the highest hills of litchfield county for the berkshires of massachusetts and up into the green mountains of vermont so we'll say out your way dan for some of us we will get snow and accumulating snow and impactful snow overnight tonight and also during the day tomorrow But for most of us, I think the Arctic air will be well involved by the end of next week. So that's prior to Christmas. And I'm thinking we could have a big storm probably in the Thursday night and Friday timeframe. And if this plays out like I think it will play out, I think a white Christmas will be uh, pretty much uh, assured for most of us. So that's what I'm going for right now. Two big storms for you, Dan. You, of course, being out in Torrington. Uh, one big storm for me here in East Windsor. I think the 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 uh, the precipitation tonight is mostly in the form of rain here in the Connecticut River Valley. But I think out your way, Dan, in the Litchfield Hills, tonight's precipitation is mostly in the form of heavy wet snow. Okay, and we'll get to that first storm in just a moment and snow amounts perhaps, but. This this has been unbelievable. What you're saying is the storm we are going to get Thursday night into Friday, and again, we're putting this together on Thursday, December the 15th, is the storm which has made its way across the country. Is that correct? Correct. Uh, the primary storm, Dan, right now is located in Wisconsin. So it's only about halfway across the country, maybe a little more than halfway, but we are seeing signs of a secondary storm forming in eastern North Carolina. So we've got the primary, we've got the secondary forming, and we've got cold air banked up with high pressure over New Hampshire. Now, basically, you look at the storm track and you look at whether or not we have cold high pressure in place. We do have the cold high pressure in place, and we do have a favorable storm track. The problem, I think, is that the storm may come a smidge too close to give interior Connecticut snow. I think the uh, the, the the storm is going to come a little too close so that we're going to have to push that snow line up into, say, central Massachusetts and then through the Berkshires of Massachusetts and through the highest hills of Litchfield County to get any appreciable snow tonight. By this evening, Dan, um, with the continuation of the On the Weather Map segment, we've got low pressure near Richmond, Virginia. Now, 
if it was off the coast of Richmond, Virginia, I'd be much more happy being a snow lover than I am seeing it over Richmond, Virginia. By daybreak, the low pressure is going to be over Atlantic City. Now, if it was 100 miles off the coast of Atlantic City, I, as a snow lover, would be very happy. But you get the idea how it's coming a little bit too close. It's one of those uh, coastal huggers. Now, at uh, by Friday evening, December 16th, so tomorrow evening, the low-pressure system is near Block Island. So it's passed by our longitude, Dan, for most of Connecticut. So all the winds in the atmosphere will swing around into the north. And I do think we could see a flip from rain where it's raining to snow uh, tomorrow night, putting down maybe another coating to an inch, something like that. By Saturday morning, the low pressure is off Boston and departing off to the north. Now, looking to the long range, Dan, that I think a lot of folks are going to find very interesting on the weather map Sunday morning, the storm that hits tonight and tomorrow is in Nova Scotia. We will have a secondary cold front approaching. Now, the idea of next week is it's cold, but it's cooling, and then it's colder, and then it's cooling, and then it's coldest, and then another storm comes along. So on Tuesday, so th- these days next week are important, Dan, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, we've got high pressure in North Carolina with a reinforcing cold front coming through the eastern Great Lakes. Uh, Wednesday, that high is in Ohio. So bottom lining you here, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are all fine for holiday errands. Dry roads. I mean, you'll have to bundle up. It might be a little bit on the windy and the cold side, but dry roads. And and that's what we want this time of year. But by next Thursday, so in other words, a week from today, Thursday, December 22nd, we will see trouble brewing. Another primary low pressure system, very similar to today over Wisconsin, a secondary though, forming off the South Carolina coast, not over the land, out in the ocean. This one Coming along, also stronger and colder high pressure up across eastern Canada. So you put all these ingredients together, Dan, and I'm not predicting it now. The The idea of the Bradfield Weather Podcast is to put the players on the field right. and kind of see what's going on. But the potential exists for a pre-Christmas blizzard. I'm not saying it will happen. But I'm saying odds are it could. Uh, Everything is in the right spot. The Arctic air is in the right spot. The storm is in the right spot. But again, we're seven days out here and things can change. And I will remind the folks that uh, every day you can go to bradfieldweather.com. I get up and make the coffee for my wife and make the coffee for myself. Uh, they're different coffee, by the way, Dan, <laughs> I like brewed coffee. She does the Keurig thing. So yeah, we're brewed. And she likes family. all the different flavors yeah. and everything. Just give me regular. How I about you? you? Uh, well, we, yeah. uh, we both like the brewed coffee, but we are hazelnut fans in our family. There you go. So there you go from the flavored standpoint, but it's always brewed. We don't use the cup coffee. No. Well, you know what you can, you, you know what you can do, Dan. Now they make those fancy uh, creamers at the at the grocery store. You can get like uh, you can mix in 
with the just re- brew regular coffee and put in say vanilla caramel right. cream yeah. or yeah. hazelnut cream That's or right. whatever and yeah. um you know they I have to have my morning coffee oh, well, me but too. i'm making the forecast then i'm emailing it to you yep. and then you're on the website and updating it for us so we're we're good to go usually every morning certainly by 8 or 9 right, o'clock for sure yeah. And, 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 and being semi-retired folks as we are, Dan, <laughs> I think we reserve the room to sleep in every now and again. So, we do. The, you know, you're not going to get your forecast every morning at 6 a.m. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to the Bradfield Weather Podcast in just a moment, but I want to talk a bit about McAllen Construction, underwriters of the Bradfield Weather Podcast, a full-service construction company centrally located in Prospect, Connecticut, but servicing the entire state for over a quarter of a century. McAllen Construction is a woman-owned, small-minority business, licensed with the state of Connecticut and insured. McAllen Construction, handling residential and commercial building projects and also snow removal. And if you've been listening to the Bradfield Weather Podcast you know that snow is going to be a big issue this winter. McAllen Construction is on call 24-7, 365 days a year. Licensed as a major contractor, new home construction contractor, plumbing and piping limited, P7, home improvement contractor, and subsurface sewage installer. Utility, carpentry, excavation, and remember, snow removal for residential areas, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. Call McAllen Construction today at 203-758-3474, 203-758-3474, or go online, McAllenConstructionCT.com, McAllenConstructionCT.com. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. And again, Brad and I are so honored that McAllen Construction is underwriter for the Bradfield Weather Podcast. Now, you know, th- this is interesting. What you're saying is right now that secondary low pressure system for this storm, the one that's going to impact us tonight, the 15th or the into the 16th, yep. that 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 secondary low is going to be forming over land south of us in the Virginia Carolina area. But south of us, that second storm next week, it's uh, looking as if that secondary low will form off the coast. Is that correct? That is exactly correct, Dan. And the difference between the storm this week is that the cold air in the atmosphere, and, and you just can't count on what's happening at the ground. You've got to go vertically up through the atmosphere, a few thousand feet up, a mile up five miles up. You've got to look at the vertical profile of the atmosphere. We are borderline this week, and we certainly would have snow if the storm was further offshore. It would it, the, the cold air would be good enough to give us a snowstorm if the track was a little bit further offshore. And Dan, I will throw this in here right now because most of the Connecticut meteorologists, including myself, are discarding this solution. But the GFS, which is one of the models that we use, we use the GFS, we use the NAM, the North American model, we use the European model. Uh, Sometimes I look at the Canadian model. 
Then as you get in closer to the storm, there's the high resolution rapid refresh model. There are all these different models we look at. The GFS has been persistent in, uh, who is, who is the artist, uh, Petty, who sang the song, I Won't Back Down? That's the GFS. They will not back down. The GFS has been calling for a major snowstorm. For the whole Tonight state? and tomorrow. They think they, meaning the GFS right. uh, modeling, comes up with a solution that the precipitation is going to be so hard we call that convective cooling of the atmosphere, that the precipitation will be so hard and heavy, it will pull down cold air from the upper atmosphere, which will cause it to be a snowstorm here on, in, in interior Connecticut. It could happen. I'm not saying it won't happen. I don't think it will happen. The, uh, the other solutions, the, the NAM is kind of at Bradley a little bit on the mixed side, like you know, half the storm rain, half the storm snow. But then when you look a little bit closer, you see the surface temperatures for most of it are 35, 36, 37. It's awfully hard to accumulate snow when the temperature's that warm. I mean, you you can, but it, it's a it's a it's a tough process. Okay, now is it fair to say, and we'll get to the snow amounts in just a moment, but is it fair to say that the snow that we do get, for example, in northwest Connecticut, is going to be a heavy wet snow? Oh, absolutely. Dan, it is an impactful snowfall. I mean, you at your home in Torrington tonight, and especially the folks off to your west, like in Goshen. And off to your north, like up toward Colebrook and Norfolk, it could be snowing with the temperature 32, 33, or 34 degrees all night. So we call that snow paste. It sticks to everything. It sticks to the tree limbs. It sticks to the power lines. There could be power issues tonight in um, the highest hills of Litchfield County. I'm thinking power issues are much more likely, though, as we get up into the Berkshires of Massachusetts and up into the Green Mountains of Vermont because of the snow load. I mean, we're talking one to two feet of snow for the Berkshires of Massachusetts and the Green Mountains of Vermont. And you you just say one to two feet of snow, but it's heavy, wet snow with a heavy load. So I think that could bring down tree limbs. I think, I think there could definitely be power issues. It's something we, of course, here in Connecticut will be watching very closely. But Dan, if I had to predict, I would say it's out your way and points north and west. Usually meteorologists used to use this cop out all the time. Um, if you were in Boston, the storm, the heaviest of the snow would be north and west to the city. If you're in Providence, the heaviest of the snow would be north and west to the city. If you're in Hartford, the heaviest would be north and west to the city. Well, I'm going to say this for you. Torrington is my focal point today. Your town. I think the heaviest snow is going to be north and west of you. But I'm not saying you're not going to get anything. Right. So we can, you know, we'll break that down further. Sure. All right. Let's uh, take a look at snow amounts. And again, you're getting all of this information by looking at the various models. What have you come up with in the area of snow amounts? All right. Well, I think this storm is going to begin after dark. 
in the evening. Uh, it could begin as snow in, in much of Connecticut. Uh, you know, the, the I-95 corridor, it'll probably begin as rain. But for most of the rest of the state, it could begin as snow. And um, along and say, north of I-84, probably accumulating up to an inch of slush. And many of these locations, um, inland Connecticut, still have snow on the ground. So that'll make it easier for the snow to accumulate on top of the snow because the snow is acting as a refrigerant on the ground. But the snow will, will probably not accumulate at all on the roadways or surfaces that have been cleared already because uh, the, the, the snowflakes will hit the pavement at, at say a temperature of 35 and just melt. So I, I think the snow could accumulate on the snow that exists, but I think on the roadways, there will largely be no problem until you get to the high terrain of uh, Northwest Hartford County and um, I was talking to uh, the superintendent of schools at, at Granby, uh, Jordan Grossman, and I said, uh, Jordan, the, the, as much as I'm uh, telling you this, Dan, Granby could be a focal point, too, where in the town, in the, in the center of Granby, which is two to three hundred feet above sea level, there might be an inch of slush accumulating overnight. But then you get out into West Granby and North Granby, where you have elevations of about a thousand feet, you lose about 3.7 degrees Fahrenheit for every thousand feet of elevation you go up through the atmosphere. So Granby Center could be 35 and get uh, an inch of sloppy slush. But then the hills of Granby could be 31 and get five, six, seven inches of snow. So this is how this is going to play out, Dan. There can be uh, dramatic variations within a given town. So uh, back to the, the, the storm again. The winter storm warning exists for northern Litchfield County. So you can draw a line straight across the center of Litchfield County. The northern part of that is in a winter storm warning. Um, north and west of Torrington. I am predicting six to 12 inches of accumulation overnight tonight. And it's going to be that heavy, wet snow paste. Now, if you go to the notch along the Massachusetts uh, border called Lost Acres, where Southwick, Massachusetts now owns that little notch. If you go to the west of that and you start going up into the mountains west of Southwick, up into Granville, Massachusetts, if you go into the town of uh, East Granby and Granby, and then up into the hills of North Granby and West Granby, and especially Heartland and Barkhamstead, the snow can pile up quickly. I'm thinking literally going from nothing to driving in your car 15 minutes and going into three to six inches of snow. Wow. Uh, I, that's what I see. And then the Berkshires of Massachusetts, Dan, uh, tonight, you go up to say even as nearby as uh, Russell or Otis, Massachusetts. I'm thinking a foot of snow plus in those locations and it's heavy, wet, pasty snow. And as you very astutely pointed out, Dan, this is impactful in the terms of accumulating on the tree limbs and stuff and on the power lines. There could be numerous power outages uh, from the hills of Litchfield County north through the Berkshires and up into the Green Mountains of Vermont. 
How much will wind be a factor in this storm? That's a good question that I didn't really consider all that well um, because um, I figured it was more somebody else's problem than my problem as a meteorologist. But because of our listeners, Dan, in the state of Connecticut, maybe 5 to 10% of them will be impacted by tonight's snow. Now, next week's snow, probably 95 to 100% of us will be impacted by it. So I really wasn't looking at that very okay. closely, but I'll tell you what, Dan, you put six inches of heavy, wet snow paste on a tree branch and you blow a 15 mile per hour wind, you're going to break that branch probably. So I do think wind is going to be a factor. I do not think this will be a howling windstorm and, you know, type of thing that on its own would bring down branches or anything like that. But you put the snow load up on those branches um, in, in the hill towns. And yeah, I, I absolutely think wind could contribute to some power outages tonight. Now, when we put but the places, it's the places it's going to rain tonight, Dan. Uh, I don't see any okay. power issues at all. All right. Well, that's that's good news for the area where it's going to rain. Now, when we put these podcasts together and snow is in the forecast, we always like to do the the uh, probability of snow amounts. You have a more technical term for it. But uh, what do you have and what is that term that you use? Uh, yeah, probabilistic. <laughs> probabilistic probabilistic snowfall it's called and um you know the the national weather service is using this as kind of an experimental thing that they're doing but i like it um i i like it and i think it's going to be uh, a useful product that they put out um the chance of an inch or more of snow so this this gets you into the mindset like well how significant will this storm be and then you look at the various cities around Connecticut. So I'll, I'll just go right ahead and demonstrate here. The chance of an inch or more of snow tonight, Hartford, 8%. So you, you know, at first blush, you might go, well, odds are that we'll get a coating to no more than an inch of snow in Hartford. The probability of an inch of snow at Bradley is 9%. The probability of an inch of snow or more in Waterbury is 9%. The probability of an inch or more of snow in Danbury is 14%. The probability of an inch or more of snow in Kent, 67%. The probability of an inch or more of snow tonight in Torrington, 72%. So you you can see, Dan, it looks like you're pretty much a lock to get a, a, an inch of snow in Torrington. Canaan, um, up up near Norfolk and uh, Salisbury, 74% chance of an inch of snow. Now, two inches, starting to get a little more significant. Torrington is 61% chance of two inches. So that's, again, a good bet. Um, the highest probability of two inches is Canaan, 63%. Kent, 51%. Now, chance of getting four inches in, in Torrington, Dan, 35%. Um, Canaan, 37%. So if you were just using this computer product, you know, I come up with 
I think two to four inches in Torrington because two inches is 61%. Four inches is 35%. Six inches is 9% in Torrington. So you do have a chance of getting six inches of snow. But again, that's why I'm using you as like the fulcrum. North and west of you is where the, the, the biggest snow will occur, especially north of you going, uh, you know, straight up toward Colebrook and Norfolk and up into those Berkshires of Massachusetts. Okay. Well, those uh, probabilistic numbers are always fascinating. <laughs> Very good. And uh, yeah, I'm, well, I, I, I wrote it down, like you said, put it in two words, probabilistic. <laughs> That's how I'm going to remember it. <laughs> uh, I, I know we've got the seven day we want to get to. So what does that look like? The seven day forecast? Well, today is just going to be kind of a mostly cloudy day. If you if you've got any holiday errands you want to run today, fine day to do it. I would recommend you come in by dark, especially if you live up in uh, the hill towns, because it could start getting sloppy on the roadways in the hill towns. Uh, the rest of us are going to see any snow melting on the roadways, and then the snow will probably be turning to rain. Um, I will just put out this little caveat, though. Remember the GFS. It, you know, it, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it could. But I don't think it's going to. So, but the GFS was going for this heavy wet snow for most of interior Connecticut. Now, um, overnight rain and wet snow, uh, temperature between 31 and 37. I described the accumulations where it's 31 and snowing, it's going to accumulate where it's 37 and snow and rain mixed. Nothing's really going to happen. Um, Friday rain Except snow, maybe mixed with a little rain, elevations of, say, over 750 feet, 1,000 feet, those high hill towns are going to get snow. And remember, too, Dan, within a town, I'll just cite Granby again because I know it so well, the center of the town is about 250 feet above mean sea level. But there are hilltops out on Case Street and in the western part of Granby that are up around 1,250 feet above sea level. So within towns, you're, you could call your neighbor from one, one place in Granby to another place in Granby and say, I've got no snow. I don't know why they cancel school today. And then the person up at 1,250 feet go, are you kidding me? I have eight inches of snow paste <laughs> out here and it's coming down like crazy. So within towns this is going to happen i think tomorrow um tomorrow night as the storm passes by our longitude we could all flip over to snow or snow flurries clearing on saturday with temperatures in the 30s as i told you sunday monday tuesday and wednesday of next week all look fine it'll probably be in the teens and 20s at night it'll probably be in the 30s during the day but all of those days look fine Thursday of next week, increasing clouds. And when we talk again, Dan, if you think I'm excited today, if this pans out anything like I think it will, you will have to give me sedatives over the, over the, the, <laughs> the, over the computer here, because I, I will be extremely excited. Um, but 
you know, on the other side of the coin, some people are probably saying a few expletive things toward me right about now, because I know holiday travel is huge and people have places to go and they might have planes to catch and everything. Um, I will say again, Thursday night, Friday, leading up to Christmas, Christmas is on Sunday. So Thursday night and Friday, then Saturday is Christmas Eve. That Thursday night and Friday storm could be extremely impactful and extremely disruptive. Okay. And of course, we'll uh, obviously have more details when we put our podcast together next week. We're going to do it on Wednesday next week. So obviously, you'll have a clearer picture of what that is all about. But as we put a ribbon on our podcast today, and again, we are putting this together on Thursday, December 15th. What does our immediate forecast look like? Okay, Dan, uh, today, mostly cloudy, 36 to 42. Uh, For tonight, rain and snow developing this evening. Rain for most of the state, occasionally mixed with snow. But you get into the hill towns, especially of northern Litchfield County and northwest Hartford County, several inches of snow could accumulate, heavy wet snow, disruptive snow with temperatures in the low 30s. In the hill towns, the rest of us, though, in the mid 30s, hence I do not see much in the way of disruption. During Friday, it looks like a rainy day, uh, temperatures between, say, 35 and 40, except in the hill towns, temperatures will be, say, between 33 and 35, and the heavy, wet, pasty snow can continue. The uh, precipitation ending as flurries on Friday night, turning colder, temperature between 18 and 24. Saturday, clearing sky, uh, temperature between 35 and 40, and Sunday, sunshine, and a high of 35. Okay, well, we'll certainly uh, be glued to what's going to happen. But before we wrap up the podcast, anything else you'd like to add, Brad? Uh, I just hope that everybody uh, heeds the advice about uh, about next week's uh, storm. Again, it's on paper, Dan, and it's not a sure thing, but I would say it's likely. It's more likely, as, as the lawyers always say, it's more likely than not. Um, to happen. So you have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to get out there, get your shopping done, get your errands done, get your groceries bought. Because if you gamble and wait till Thursday and Friday of next week, get get your prescription medications. Because if you wait uh, and we do get a blizzard, then what are you going to do? So uh, uh, again, uh, you can you can check in with us every morning at bradfieldweather.com uh, to get the written text of the forecast. And uh, we, as Dan said, we'll be on next Wednesday. So we'll be on way before the storm number two comes in. And, uh, and to you and Susan, Dan, and to all our podcast listeners, have a, a, a great weekend. And I'm repping... Um, I'm repping the Boston Bruins I today. <laughs> I, got, I even got the jersey. I look like uh, I look like Coach Montgomery. They never lose. <laughs> What's that? But no, they, they, they don't never lose. lose. No, no, that's terrific. No. Well, the same. They've got you. the best. They've got the best goaltending tandem yes. 
in the NHL. Without a doubt. And you saw yeah. that last year, and it's carried over to this season. No question about it. To you and Sandy and also our podcast audience and, and those listening on radio on WAPJ, uh, Brad, uh, be safe. And to our audience, the same. Be safe. And thank you for listening to the podcast underwritten by McAllen Construction. Remember, McAllen Construction also engages in snow removal, and it seems to be McAllen Construction will be busy. The Brad Field <laughs> Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction.